You are listening to Nick Portella's Mixed Martial Arts Update in association with Primal Radio. All right, back, Primal Radio. <laughs> we got the Nick Portella Update. Last night, UFC, what was it, 229, big 229. show. Nick, Nick, I'm glad you, you made it back from the bar last night. Where did you go and watch it? You watch it locally here in the Princeton Trail? Uh, no, I was in uh, Rivoli's uh, Grill and Chill in Howe. New okay. Jersey, they're, they they do all kinds of stuff there, but they're mostly uh, a UFC bar. No you know, kidding. They, they, I've never yeah. even heard of it. Uh, it's awesome. It's awesome. We should go do a live show from there once. That would He'd be, be down. great. That's oh, yeah. the owner, owner's a great guy. Place nice. is great. Food's great. Nice. Yeah, I saw you checked in there, and I was trying to figure out where the hell that was. I don't go out. I, I watched it all by myself. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> I, went to, I went out last night. We'll get a, and I got uh, you know something to eat and just sat there by myself and th- did my color commentary by myself. You know, it was very fun. Yeah. I remember the days I used to have tons of people over, tons of beer, tons of buffalo wings, and go out to drinking all hours and night. But those days are done. So anyway, the big okay. What was that, Tom? I was just going to say, at least you don't have to stay up till you know start at five thirty a.m. over here, right? I know that was crazy. So when do you see when you watch it live, Tom? It comes on at what time? So McGregor fight started at I think five thirty or six a.m. I went right, to wow. bed, I went to bed at seven a.m. and then I went to I got up at eight thirty and went off to a, a seminar all day. So, but did you stay up all night to watch it? Yeah, this is what English people have to do every time a fight's in Vegas. Well, why don't you get some good fighters and maybe we'll put the UFC over there? <laughs> no, <Nah, nah. laughs> never, it never happens. Even when we had like people like Lennox Lewis fighting, you know, it'd still be 5.30 in the morning. Well, well the big money is in the States. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, all right, it is, it is, it is. It is, you can't deny it. Look at the numbers, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Klitschko didn't care because he fought in Germany and no one saw this fight. You know? Anyway, oh, wow, it was a heck of a show. Do you guys know, is this, do you want to start from the beginning or just go right to the meat and potatoes of what the fuck happened and your take on it? At a bare minimum, we got to talk about co-main and main because I okay. still think the co-main event stole the show. Okay, the co-main event was? Uh, Tony Ferguson, Anthony Pettis. Yeah, great matchup. Great matchup. I'll tell you, man, it was bloody. They were brawling. I, I almost, as, as well, I, I did think Tony, I, I had him pick to win. I kind of wish Pettis did not break his hand. Because how often do you see guys all bloodied up and sticking their tongues out and smiling? Like, yeah. come on, let's just keep beating each other's faces in. Right. And no. it was awesome. He was it really was enjoying fun. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was like a, a genuine bloodbath. I mean, like the level of the, the amount of blood is pr- top level. Yeah. <laughs> For anyone oh, yeah. that hasn't seen it, check it out. Well, it, Halloween is coming up, so that's why the blood, I think. So There you go. Yeah, it was but a good fight, know. and it was too bad that Pettis, you know, like you said, fucked up his hand and was unable to continue, you know, in his corner. Uh, do you think if he, he didn't break his hand, Nick, that he had a good shot of taking it? I don't. I, I think. I think. I think Tony probably was still a little bit much for him. But so. if he didn't break his hand, I'm thinking it would have went the distance. Yeah, I think they so. Were, right. They were all about it. It was just crazy. Right. And when you have real explosive fighters like that, quite honestly, anything can happen at any time. 
you know, guy gets caught in something, gets caught with a kick or a punch or, you know, rear naked choke or a guillotine happens like that. The fight can turn around in a microsecond. So, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, but that was the fight of the night, no doubt. Now, those guys, did they get, did they, I forget, Dana White said that they get the fight of the night or they get the bonuses for that. I forget. They, got, they got it. And um, Volkov, Derek Lewis got it. Uh-huh. And performance of the night was Derek Lewis, Aspen Lad. Oh, that was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did, you, did you agree with that? I did. And I'm actually, it's great that she she's doing so well. Because I remember having her on for an interview before she was in the UFC. Oh, no kidding. Where'd you find her? Yeah. Where was she at that you interviewed her? Um, she, she fights out of MMA Gold. Um, uh-huh. And their management team's great, Dave over there. So I kind of reached out to him, and I was, you know, going through the roster and Aspen Lad, Max Griffin. Uh, yeah. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of good ones on there. So uh, I'm definitely going to reach back out to her. I mean, she's still undefeated. I know she had the one uh, weight cut issue; she missed weight one fight. Yeah, but her her victory, I th- it was dominant, and people are forgetting uh, Tanya Evinger, Besides being an Invicta champ, took Cyborg for a run. When they yeah. fought, so that that says a lot for Aspen Lad. She's so young, She's so in the young. Sport. It looked like a mother daughter fight. <laughs> it, it did, but she is so young in the sport. She's not even at her max potential yet. Yeah, she's not, not even, even close. I could see, it and, and she's doing well. When you see them, they always like film them in the dressing room, and they're showing their little, you know, boxing moves. And I, I could see yeah. Aspen Lad just had, you know, she was going to be a much sharper striker just based on the way she was moving in that little little cameo, you know? There's just something about her. You could see it's like when the fight comes, like she's always on Instagram. She's like out in the woods with her dogs and doing all these things. But you could just see her whole demeanor changes in her face when it's fight time. It's just weird. Like her, you could just tell. Yeah. That she gets, in the, she gets in the zone. Yeah, Derek Lewis, he should have got it also because he lost every second of his fight until the last 30 seconds. He really did. He lost every second of the fight. I don't, I'm still trying to figure out why that guy, like, I know nobody wants to run around. You know, you don't want to run away for 30 seconds. Yeah. But figure out why he didn't just bounce around and use his distance. I don't know. You knew he was hurt the first time the mouth guard came out. He thought it was Derek Lewis's mouth guard. He didn't even know it was his that got knocked out. Yeah. So, and he, Derek Lewis does what he does, man. He lands that big overhand. And right. Hey, that's what it. power. Yeah, the, I wouldn't want to get hit by him. Should the referee, so, so he, he, he caught a little jab, right? And then he gets, he gets the cross. And it's the cross that knocks him out, spits the whole mouth guard out. Oh, then yeah. he falls to the floor. And should the referee, there's no mouth guard now, should the referee not have instantly stopped it? Because then he's, done, he's pounded him like three times. I mean, that's, that's going to be like life-changing teeth, constructive surgery it's, kind of thing. It's questionable because if he, if <laughs> he stops you. the fight, to, if, he sto- wow. if he stops the fight to let him get his mouth guard, Derek Lewis loses that fight. Yeah. Because yeah, if I, they stand it back up, even if it, 10 seconds he didn't left. do enough. Yeah, he will, I mean... I think he was kind of on his way out going down and, you know, they kind of let him just finish, I guess. I don't know that that's a, that's a fight changing move. The best part of that fight was the after he took his shorts off. Did you see this? He took his shorts off, 
walking around in his underwear, and they're like, why are your shorts off? He said, my balls are hot. Who does that? <laughs> you know, I'll try and slip that to... clip into this show when we, when we stick it out so the guys uh, can hear that. Uh, He's a real character. Ladies and gentlemen, referee Herb Dean has called a stop to this contest at four minutes, 49 seconds of the third round. Declaring the winner by knockout, Derek the Black Beast Lewis. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. I understand. Listen, man, what you just did was absolutely phenomenal. That was an incredible comeback victory, and it shows one of the reasons why people love to watch you fight, that you can put it all to bed with one shot. I told them, boys, I got no more heart. You know, they keep underestimating me. I ain't all that technical and all that, but I'm getting there. No one will question your heart, sir, after this. This is a come-from-behind knockout, the likes that we haven't seen in a long time. And you were looking for that big haymaker all night. You found it in the last minute of the fight. I forgot a few hours before the fight, Donald Trump called me and told me I got knocked this Russian out because they're making him look bad on the news. You know, him and Putin, they're talking about USA and his whole Listen, Derek, you came into this fight, the number two contender with that knockout. You're absolutely one of the top guys in line for a shot at the title next. So tell us what you think about that. I need to sit my black ass down and do some more cardio. What you talking about right now? I ain't trying to fight for no title right now. Not with no gas tank like that. Listen, Derek, you're one of the most entertaining guys in the sport. Congratulations on an amazing victory. And thank you very much for a really, really entertaining fight. Thanks for having me. His social media is hysterical, though, if you follow it. I don't even follow it because I like him as a fighter. I follow it for the comedy factor. He's such a character. It's so funny. It, it was a wonderful night of, of MMA. Everything, like all of those fights, like you, you know, you mentioned those ones. I didn't know who got fight of the night because uh, I couldn't really hear anything where I was. I was, but you know, the, the Dominic Reyes did very well. Michelle Waterson was 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 a great fight as well. Um, they, they were all highly, highly, highly entertaining. At, I'll at, tell you who. And the I main like event the best. was maybe the least in some ways. The undercard, Scott Holtzman, put on a clinic. Yes. Wow. A super impressive fight. Guy, he can't be on the undercard. Not fighting like that. I mean, he really – everything was good. The undercard had like four finishes. The main card was good. Michelle Waterson looked phenomenal, yeah. uh, like you said. Uh, I kind of expected that to be – I don't know. I thought once it got to the ground, man, I thought it was going to be trouble for her. But she had everything. Everything was there. Everything was sharp. Everything was on point. And you do all this and you have a great, well, great-ish main event. And then that aftermath, I don't even know what happened. I mean, I know what happened, but. <laughs> Let's go to that in one minute. Well, just while we're on, on the, the co-main event, like. Uh, Tony Ferguson, t- tell for the guys that maybe didn't see everything or aren't familiar with him, tell us a bit about him. I mean, he's a real character, right? Oh, he's he's the most unorthodox. I, I mean, his fights, even his interview style, his post-fight interview 
was wild. The stuff he says is wild. But um, it, to me, he looked kind of funny on the leg. And yeah. I found out after the fact, he did no physical therapy. He did it all on his own. That's he did 100% injury. of it. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's wild. That guy trains like he goes into a mountain. And, you know, he does all this wild stuff. And he's away from everybody. Uh, but even to me, he looked a little not off, but fu- like maybe funny the way he was moving. Yeah, once yeah, the fight definitely. started, yeah, it, it, nothing funny. Very it, unconventional. Was- I mean, a, a bit of a, a wet dream, I guess. But you know, Conor McGregor versus Ferguson. I think two strikers. Would that would that have been in line next, or have I got that totally wrong? I don't know, man. The problem now is everything that happened is in that division, right? So you got. Pettis was moving back up the ranks, winning fights, and he put on a great fight. So it doesn't – the loss, I don't think, knocks him completely yeah. out. Yeah. No, he's still – you, you can move up the food chain yeah. with a loss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's still in the game. Ferguson was the interim champ, and, you know, they stripped him due to injury, and he came in and did that. And then you have Khabib and Connor happening, and then you got Poirier and Diaz coming in three weeks. I – I think, and again, maybe it's I'm a bandwagon fighter. I think, <laughs> I think the trilogy still makes sense because Nate's not highly ranked. I no, think he's not at all. 10. He wasn't in he's... the top ten. I didn't see his name. Oh, really? He's not in the top ten right now. I didn't realize that. No. So Connor's coming off a loss. How do you rebound from a loss? You have a huge money fight that everyone wants to see. So I think whether Nate wins or not, that fight is coming. And I hope it happens. Uh, yeah. But Nate said in an interview he's not interested because in his mind he won both fights. Well, that's stupid. You need, look, at the end of the day, I get these guys are dream fest that this is, and I get that one fight might be better than another fight. At the end of the day, it's about putting butts in seats and, and putting on a show for the people. Cause without that, this sport doesn't exist. That's why you don't hear about real professional wrestling or catch wrestling. Is it as much as I like it? It's me and my five friends who care about it. <laughs> right. And as, as much as um, Nate may not want the fight, I think it's smart. I think it's a smart to have that fight. I think it's smart because I the, well, I don't know. I don't know what the numbers were from this one. But the two biggest selling USC events were 196-202, where McGregor Diaz headlined. And you talk about bad blood with McGregor and Khabib. Diaz and McGregor got lots of bad blood, lots of bad history. They don't get along. They're throwing monster cans at each other and doing all kinds of wild shit. I think that fight works if Diaz loses. It keeps him in the limelight. If he wins, it moves him up the ranks. Connor's coming off a loss, so he needs a big fight, I think. Because he, he puts agree. he puts butts in the seats, whether yeah. he wins, he loses. We can't deny this. I, I just think there's a big mix up. Or conspiracy theory. Or uh, like, uh, no, uh, no, 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 no to the 165 division. You may see that weight class open up for him. It's it's very possible. But the lightweight division is all over the place. And once we move into what happened during the actual fight of the main event, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know if there's a 155er that could deal with Khabib. Mm-hmm. I, I always worried about his striking, but the reality is he stood right in front of Connor. Yeah. Well, okay. Let, let's. Uh, yeah. 
let's get right to that main event. So is that okay, Tom? You got yeah, 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 yeah. Shoot, shoot from the hip. That's it. All right. Ah, you got it. Hey, so the main event, obviously, uh, Khabib and McGregor out, and it, uh, you know, was a big hype. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a classic matchup between styles, the grappler and the striker. And um, you want to kind of walk us through it? <laughs> I mean, it, first, my prediction was half right. I, I thought McGregor inside of three, but I did say if it ventures past the third round, yeah. it's 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 going to be a wrap. Um, That's like Diaz saying how he won both fights. <laughs> your, yeah, your, yeah. Your prediction was half right, but that's that's a that's a whole other episode. But um, <laughs> it, it kind of happened the way I thought. Uh, I I was surprised Connor didn't lead out the way he does with other grapplers with leg kicks. Um, he, he went in striking, doing, you know, whatever he wanted. I, I have no doubt he had a game plan, so I'm not going to knock what he did. Cause I know a hundred percent, whatever he did was part of the game plan, but it, it happened the way everybody thought. Can he land the left before Khabib can score the takedown? So the first round I thought was kind of how it was going to happen. They did some striking. They went back and forth, but ultimately Khabib scored the takedown. And once he has you. You're not getting up. Mm. He's you know, bringing it's it very, down. Right. It's very hard. He's very heavy on the top. Once he gets you against the cage, and you know, kind of happened how it did. But right. I was impressed with Connor's cardio after one round. Yeah, because he was tired, but not old Connor. So clearly, his cardio is you know his cardio is next level. Uh, the second round was interesting because. People are saying Khabib landed a wild overhand. I don't believe it was wild. I believe he threw an overhand that landed and he kind of stumbled him. Yeah, you he know, caught but him. He did catch him. It is what it is. Right. Um, but again, every round ends the same. Khabib's on top. Khabib's going to just maul him wrestling. He, he did damage uh, the second round. And I, I listened to different commentary after the fight. Uh, he was covering up good, so it may have been part of the plot. Like, let me just block and let him tire himself out. Unfortunately, Khabib could keep that pace for five rounds. You know, there's yeah. there's no there's no tiring, I don't think, to him, really. Um, third round, everything went the way I thought. I mean, every round was the same. McGregor tried to land, tried to land a big left, and he did land it. And Khabib just walked through it. I, I just, yeah. Maybe it it's because Connor was tired. It wasn't a great shot. He didn't turn his body into it like he usually didn't have the whip on it. Can I go? So here's my thoughts. If 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 you guys don't mind, as soon as I saw McGregor, it was me and my bowl of ice cream, because uh, all my friends, I no drinking, just a bowl of ice cream. And so I see McGregor walking in. Literally, when I saw him walking in, I thought he's going to lose. He wasn't. He didn't have a sweat on. There was something about him. His energy was different. Now I don't know what that was. I don't know if it was a personal interest. By the way, the number one way guys get taken out of fights is through all the other bullshit in their life. Often it's not the fight in and of itself. When he walked in, when he got even just getting ready to go into cage, when he took himself in the cage, there was just something in me going. There's something not right in his head or in what he he is not in the zone. That was exactly my take. God damn it. I wish I was on the air with you guys at that time because I could say, I go, I'm just not feeling it. And when you watch him go in the ring with Diaz or when he went in the ring with Aldo, he owned it. He was ready. His presence was bigger than him. When he walked into the arena, it was huge. For some reason, it wasn't there today. And then when he got in front of, and I'm not making excuses, McGregor, uh, Khabib absolutely did what he needed to do. 
and, and, and did it at an excellent level. But McGregor was just off. When he got in there, he stood in front of him. He stood flat-footed. He didn't move. He didn't bounce. He didn't start with leg kicks. He did everything, if I was his coach, that I would not have wanted him to do. And if he had a game yeah. plan, it was a shitty fucking game plan. Because you need to hit and move left. You need to hit and move right. You know, you got to pop shot that guy. He's walking forward, standing completely straight up. He didn't. There was multiple times he had opportunity to throw that uppercut from the from the left hand, of which he didn't do. I don't know what that was about. Did you notice that at all, Nick or, or Tom? I did, and I think, I, again, this is all just theory. I think right. normally, normally, McGregor is in his opponent's head. Whether yeah. they want to admit it or not, I don't think it worked on Khabib. And I think the turning point, I think the turning point. Some evidence point, at the end of the fight suggests he may have got, on, got, in, his, got in his head. Well, right. hold on. I, I think the turning point was the last press conference. Connor shows up late, makes his opponents wait. Khabib did his media. He said, fuck it. I'm not waiting for him. And left. Yeah. I think that's a win for Khabib. Now, I don't know. At the end, I don't. We'll never, we may never know what that was. What I do know is Dylan Dennis wants no part of that inside the cage. Right. None. His jujitsu is great. He's high level, but I think it would be Khabib time all over him. That's a guy that's like got two fights in Bellator. You, you're not supposed to. It would be irresponsible to have him fight Khabib in the right. cage. A 2-0 and o guy versus a 27-0 and o guy. I don't think the commission would even allow something like that. No, they, they, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. It would be, it'd be foolish to do that under any circumstances. So anyway, so that was that was my take as far as um, McGregor going in and just not seeming right. I've coached enough corners. Well, I know that him, my footer. I'm like, ah. Oh. Matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago, uh, one of my boxers, I could. We went to the state championships and the diamond goes, and one of my guys just was not there. I could tell his whole presence, his energy, wrapping his hands. And I'm I, I'm thinking in my head. Of course, you never lie. Ah, it's going to be a miracle if he pulls his shit off. Um, yeah, that, he just. You're right. His persona, like he wasn't. He's usually the the biggest person in the room. Right, and, and he wasn't. Well, I mean, and he I, did his shit, but it wasn't the same. I think it was superficial. Like he went through a routine. Like he was playing a character. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that was the plan. I, it, it it wasn't a good plan. That, that is not to take away from Khabib executing what he needed to do and getting no. all of them. Um, I think it would be a, a, a different fight. I mean, you guys go back. He won. There doesn't, isn't necessarily need to be a rematch. Why would you need a rematch? Um, look, when Mike Tyson fought Buster Douglas, Buster Douglas came to bring to, to bring it, was was and Tyson didn't do everything he was supposed to do, wasn't right in the head at the time, and and I'm not comparing Khabib to Buster Douglas, but I mean, it's, it does happen in fights all the time. The, the wildest part, um, back to like getting his head right, I think he kept him out of his game because did anybody expect Khabib to stand there, chin out in the wind, his hands weren't up, and he stood right, right in front of him? Which was he, incredibly stupid. It was he, incredibly stupid. Right. He, got, he was very fortunate he didn't, McGregor wasn't on and didn't get caught. Because that that's a life changer right there. That guy, you stick that jaw out, I've seen it happen. And, and he did it, right? He did. He got I away thought, with it. but McGregor stuff takedowns. Then he was. Oh, you're right. He was off. There was just something. Something wasn't right. right. Now, so obviously after the fight, now Khabib dominated. He he worked his game plan. He, you know, he's 
did what he needed to do. I, I don't find him to He's a very excellent, but not a very exciting fighter. He, I, does he have the appeal to own that? Or do you think that, you know, at the level of McGregor does, or let's say a Ronda Rousey when she owned it, like there's no, you do, you know, the other women just, although might be better fighters, it's not as, as influential or you're not, you know, they're not seen in the, in the same in the public eye. Like, uh, I think what he lacks in excitement for the fight, he makes up in people wanting to know what's next. Yeah. He's really the Floyd Mayweather of MMA. And prior to this fight, I'm not saying his record was questionable or suspect, but McGregor was obviously the best competition he could have faced. Mm. Yeah. And he, he really, I mean, it wasn't close. If it went for a decision, there was no, there would have been no question that it, it probably would have been 50, 44. Cause that one round was probably a 10, eight. So I don't, I don't know. They're talking about, he did an interview saying if he wins, he's going to retire I saw, and then they're talking about him wiping out the lightweights and going up to 170. I, I don't know. I, mm. I have no idea. I would go to see him just to see who's going to be the one to stop him or if anybody can stop him. He's got a very difficult style to beat, which is that smothering effect. I mean, what do you do? He t- locks his legs up really well. He doesn't even yeah, really does. go for submissions. You know, He just kind of sits on you, punches you, you know, and, and he's very effective at it. So what jujitsu guy could handle that necessarily? You'd have to be an incredible jujitsu player to be able to get Khabib off of his base. Well, fortunately, <laughs> there's two of them in the mix. There are. That we already talked about. Tony yeah. Ferguson, and he's ridiculous from the bottom. Submits yeah. guys from the bottom. And this is not bandwagoning, which everybody thinks. But both of the Diaz's, and Nate's at 155, he has world-class jujitsu. He does. And he has world-class boxing. Um, Tony Khabib makes sense for the fifth time trying to get it done. Uh, it's a fight that should happen, needs to happen, but it just seems like every time that fight is cursed. Yeah, they're, they're not going to So I don't know. Out. Sign it and wrap them in a bubble. I don't know what you do to make sure they're there, but that's a fight that needs to happen. Yeah, no, I hear you. Now, so the fight ends. McGregor got caught in like a face crank. It wasn't even really a choke. Um, but that crank is, by the way, because I, I was having this discussion. So I only tap from a face crank. I go, those face It cracks, hurts. You know, yeah. Uh, it'll break. By the way, I'm, that's one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> me will, too. Right, Tom? Yeah. It will fucking dislocate your jaw. Uh, yeah. You know how oh, to yeah. Go, right. Uh, so it is, it is so painful. I, I think I'd rather be choked out. <laughs> so uh, going to sleep is easy. You just go out and that's it. Right. And he didn't even have it on great. At least from the angle I saw, he had it more in the front than opposed to the side. But anyway, it, it's extraordinarily painful. I don't blame McGregor for tapping. So if you've never experienced it, uh, uh, you, you should understand the pain that that causes. Um, and then uh, obviously the melee after. So he talks, did you hear any word? What shit he was saying to the McGregor when he was McGregor was, he was on McGregor's back. Cause I didn't hear no, they didn't, he was saying something. Then when the fight got stopped, it yeah. kind of looked, I don't know if he, he spit at him or it, it, he just made like an awkward motion and he said his piece, yeah. which is fine. That happens at the end of fights. I'm yeah. trying to figure out how he engaged with Dylan Dennis because he turned around and he pointed and said something. He threw yeah. the mouthpiece right. and then... He, he like, jumped into the crowd with a double foot stop. I'm like, what is happening right now? Yeah, that was great. 
And yeah. again, I you know people are bashing what he did, and I don't. What he did is not right. Let not me just all. say that. But did he do anything worse than his opponent did in the past? You know, I mean, he he crashed the Bellator cage. He hit a referee. He went after another referee. You got the whole Dolly incident with the bus where people were injured, not severely injured, but injured. And then you use that video. Now, I do back Dana White. That video is part of the story. But you use that to promote the fight. So all you've really done is piss Khabib off to no end from the time it started until the fight. So he was fired up, man, and it was personal. You know, he said he went after – he bad-mouthed his father. Yeah, big time. You know, talked about his religion – country and i get it you're selling the fight but when there's a repercussion at the end you know you got to be aware that that's possible right. and the guys who jumped in and hit mcgregor that I, that's that there's no room for that no I, you know, dana white said if any of them guys are on the ufc roster they will not fight yeah, yeah. he did say it. so you imagine you're that that guy who's friends with khabib and you're and you're trying to get in with the boss so to speak so I'm going to be the one who jumps over the cage and punches McGregor, hopefully try to knock him out so I can get you know in with the boss. And now you'll never fight again in the biggest league because of your stupidity. Yeah, I don't I don't. Some people were running around saying Zabit, um, whatever his last name, Marira Shopov or whatever was one of them. I kept trying to watch it, the replay, and I don't think so. But uh-huh. I don't know. I yeah, mean, I don't know. They, who that was. They'll be named, I'm sure. I oh, know yeah. that there's, I know that guys were not they were released by the police because McGregor refused to press charges. Yes. Now that does not mean that um, the Vegas uh, DA will not press charges, though. No, and plus you got to see what the athletic commission is going to do. Right. I mean, there's been plenty of guys that have done what Khabib have done, and or worse. So I can't imagine. I heard one place talking about they should. They should turn it into a no contest. I I don't think the incident has anything to do with the fight. No, the fight was over. He clearly lost. You know, but there's going to be repercussion. There almost has to be. Do you think uh, he should be stripped of his title? I don't. I mean, no, I I, I don't either. But I mean, that that I've heard that talk out there on the internet after the fight, and uh, you know, people want to. They were talking about that in the post-fight show with uh, Tyron Woodley, Michael Bisping. Like, oh, they were. I it, didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, it depends. I mean, the athletic commission could kind of really do. I mean, they if they do what turn they around and say, if they turn around and say, we're suspending your license for a year, the repercussion is that he gets stripped because you can't hold up a division for a year. Correct. So, and, I, and the I, other states will recognize Las Vegas and around the world, quite honestly. Uh, of what they do because they're they're on the forefront of that. So if, if you are a fighter who's suspended in in uh, Vegas, uh, it means you're suspended in New Jersey. So that's yeah, how well, you're suspended everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. All right. So I don't know. I know the only thing I did notice is McGregor went on Twitter. Good fight. Can't wait for the rematch. He's looking for a rematch. I don't think a rematch is necessary. You know, I mean, he won the fight clearly. Clearly, when you when you get a rematch, just let's say Khabib would have lost that fight. You're the champ, then you get a rematch. But that's not even a guarantee. Cormier and Stipe are not having a rematch. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, I don't, I don't, I don't know. The I think you're right. If McGregor should fight Nate or something else. There's other 
people out there. And, and uh, you know, look, it was also a big, going back to the fight, a big, you know, you're off for two years in MMA, essentially, right? It was two years, right, Nick? Yeah, well, he fought Floyd. Yeah, but that's not the same. November 2016, because I went to that one. Okay, that was, that was that right? okay so yeah. that's a long time. And then you're fighting at the top of the food chain. You know, it's yeah. unfortunately in boxing, there are such a thing as comeback fights or mm. tune up fights where you can fight, fight a lesser opponent. But in MMA, that doesn't seem to be the case. You think he should have done that, Jim? I, I do. I think no matter who you're training, it is not the same. You got to get back in the cage, get back in the groove. I'm working with an ex, well, two ex world champions right now, uh, both in boxing and kickboxing. And, uh, and they're and they're they have names in their respective sports, but uh, I don't want to uh, put them in with a top ten guy. Mm. Or, you know, I want to put them in with somebody who's you know a little bit less. You know, the, the other guy obviously would have a chance to win, and if they knock off my guy, they've they, they got street creds as a result. But if you put them up to a guy who's just too big, too fast, then you're one and done. You know, and yeah. uh, not that McGregor wouldn't be, but I think he, if at all possible. And, and he, I'm sure he wouldn't have done. He would have wanted the Khabib no matter what. But oh yeah, from a, from a strategic point of view, it, it's probably best to get it that tune up. But like I yeah, said, it world. At a, the division, it it'll be a big shakeup. The fallout will be kind of kind of wild. I think to see who who does what. I mean, I don't like. I, I'm a believer that if Dustin Poirier beats Nate Diaz, right? Yeah, he he should get a title shot. He's been on an absolute rip since he lost to Connor, you know? So right. he makes sense for Connor, you know, if he doesn't get a title shot. They can run it back. Uh, I, I just don't know. Tony Ferguson was the interim champion. He he was off for, what, six months, nine months, whatever it was, yeah. due to an injury caused not by his doing. You know, right. it wasn't a training injury. You know, so why is he not in the mix? It, it kind of seems like... It depends who you are, because like, let just to move to another situation, the welterweight division. Colby Covington won the interim title, went and had nasal surgery, and they were talking stripping him of his interim belt. You know, so I, I think it kind of all depends who you are. You know, McGregor's the cash cow, no matter what. So right. he's gonna get he's gonna get whatever benefits him in the company. His his whiskey brand was on the. On the inside of the ring as a sponsor. Yeah, I saw. Hey, you had that whiskey. How was it? I'll tell you what. I hate whiskey. I don't like Jameson. <laughs> I don't like any of it. But yeah. I did try his, and it was actually comfortable to drink. So I am not a whiskey expert, but if I had to pick a whiskey that I had to drink, it would be that one. Wow. Was it, so you drank it straight up? <laughs> yep. On the rocks. I, so I had a bottle. I got a bottle at home that's not open yet. And the place I went to got a case in for the event, so I did try it. Uh, I did have it there, and it was surprisingly smooth for whiskey. I'm a rum guy, so I don't know. Tom, did you try it? Yeah, so so I had my friend Paul Stars over from Dublin this weekend for the Filipino Martial Arts Festival. And uh, Paul's actually, he trains at SBG Gym, and he's had a role with Conor McGregor. So he's kind of like little claim to fame. He said he got him... He got him in some sort of leg lock or something. You know, he, got, he, he, oh, managed, yeah, yeah. he managed to take Connor down and then he goes, I'm going to suffer for this. And then Connor, like, you know, obviously battered him, you know, killed him. But, um, yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, he brought me a bottle over from Dublin, and uh, it's sitting proudly right over there. Um, I thought you it was real you good. You didn't I, drink I like it? My whiskey. You didn't like it? I've, I've probably got through about a quarter of it so far. Are you a whiskey drinker? Y- yeah, a bit, a bit. I'm, I'm kind of a beer man, but uh, yeah, I can. So my offer is good. You thought it was good? I thought it was real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love it. All right, yeah, I don't, I don't. Whiskey's not my thing, but usually I'll take a sip and spit it out because I just don't like it. I actually enjoy drinking that when I drank all That's of it. That's funny. It's great. All right, man. Hey, Nick, what's up? What's coming up in the future here? What, what do we, what do we got going on? The future right now, I'm clogged up with uh, the new venture, Combat Insiders Media. It's doing well. So, well, it's it's a slow process, you know, we, You know, when you combine two things. Um, we have your event coming up. Yeah, my Final event November 3rd. Yeah. I got to get you, uh, well, you're, are you going to be able to make this one? I am I am coming to okay, your event. Okay, good. I'll, I will have you, uh, you know, you, uh, we'll talk off the air. We'll hook you up. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. I'm excited. Yeah, we got some good local talent coming to that fight. So it's, I know it's a small show. We had to move to a smaller facility, not in Atlantic City, due for do a whole host of reasons. But we'll be back in AC for a ton more, maybe in, in Philly. And so anyway, but good. I'm, I'm glad you're able to make it for sure. Awesome, awesome. All right, hey Nick, man, thank you so much for taking your time on a Sunday. It was a long night last night for you. Tom, know, did you have something? You were about to say something, and we yeah. bought, we talked yeah. over here. No, He's no, always getting talks ne- over. Nick, ne- <laughs> so 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 for the listeners, we're planning to have Nick on like every month, once a month, um, MMA right. update, half an hour show, not too long, just go through the, the big news. Um, yeah. November 3rd, if you guys aren't at Primal Gym, uh, it's also UFC 230. There's uh, the Dustin Poirier fight, Nate Diaz. Um, and Luke Rockhold versus Chris uh, Weidman. I don't know. Am I saying that right? Yeah, um, Weidman. Uh, what's your uh, predictions for both of them? Seeing as you didn't get McGregor right, and I, but I got. <laughs> I, I, if, but I did predict if he lost, how it would go down. And how you, right, you, did, you did. You played anyway, play um, both hands. Yeah, I had to. Uh, I am not a. I, I think Weidman's going to beat Rockhold. I think it's going to be like. Second round TKO. That's that's what I'm going with. I think he's on the climb up. I really don't even want to make a prediction for Poirier Diaz. I'm going to go with Diaz via decision. And you guys know I'm a fan. I can honestly see that fight going both ways. They could. It, it would be kind of a crazy ground war, but I can also see them both standing in the middle and just letting it go. And they're both tough. The only reason I give the edge to Diaz is he's never been knocked out. Um, but I think I think I Poirier is in my top five favorite fighters. So I I, I kind of don't even want to watch the fight. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna go cover another fight and I'll just read about it later. Uh, I I just don't even want to watch it. But if I had to make a prediction, I'm gonna say Diaz via uh, split decision. Cool. There cool. you go. Good. Jesus, awesome. I'm getting held to that prediction. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Hey, th- thanks, Nick. We'll have Nick Anytime, on next, next month, right after the show, our, our show, and and the next UFC. Tom, you got anything, buddy? Uh, no, 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 no. All right, look, if you got want tickets for uh, Primal MMA Fight Night on November third, you can go to primalfightpromotions.com. Tickets will be available as of tomorrow online, and the fighters have them in uh, different facilities locally around here. But anyway, that was a good show, Tom. Thank you, buddy, and uh, peace out.
have been listening to Primal Radio in association with Primal Gym and Primal Promotions. Primal Radio is available on all good podcast venues. To help us grow, please subscribe, like it, share it, and leave us a great review. Hi guys, Jim's asked me to include a little outtake of uh, some crazy shit that happened at the beginning of the show, so enjoy. You. Tom, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, but you need the headset, I think, otherwise you sound a bit quiet. Oh yeah, sorry, I had my head up my ass, I forgot. <laughs> what? Tom? Nick, you all relaxed? Long night, huh? Yeah, man, it was interesting. <laughs> oh boy, no doubt. Um, is it crazy? Is it crazy the co-main event stole the show, though? <laughs> it, it was great. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk. Let's talk. We don't want to do the pre-show. It'd be like the right. prelims. Yeah, because um, Tom, what were we gonna say, buddy? Uh, well, we can we can just sort of like go go into it. So just do a little gap, and then I'll I'll know I'm already recording. So. <laughs> oh, I thought I was waiting for. No, 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 no. Jim's going to uh, introduce it. He's just. Uh, That's good. Keep this in. This is fantastic. We're only a professional organization here. Woohoo! Was oh, he just unplugged his headset? Yeah, he did. Jim. We lost your sound, Jim. Jim. God damn it. Sucks my dick. Right, you're back. Okay. We got that, though. Yeah. <laughs> What's. You got me what bad sucking my what? <laughs> yeah, we <got> that. <laughs> Tom, you gotta leave this all in. This is brilliant radio. Um right. this is fun. You wanna start it? I think we should leave it, man. I don't think I think it shouldn't even be a matter of contention. But hey, whatever, because you're anal and you uh Yeah, you we wanna... need to be more professional, I think. All right, Jim, you so... I, I you know that's where you're completely wrong. <laughs> Why? I've heard these other turd burglars on these other podcasts. They all equally suck. You know, they think they're the next fucking Howard Cosell. Not even fucking close, anal motherfuckers. Keep that on.